Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. Let's get a batting cage. Wait till you guys see me bunt. I can really lay them down. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Rum Tum Tugger Nuts. It's the pecker. You have time for your age? <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I'd have to get up pretty early in the morning to get drunk by 1 o'clock. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. Uh, so last week we did Time Shift. Nothing wrong at all. 100% correct Damn. in everything we did. Fucking nailed it. So, I mean, let's just blow past the correction, Kravis, because you know, I don't need that shit today. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's roll into what are we playing, watching, doing, what's going on with you, Dr. Scientist? Well, uh, I played this little indie game called Cardo. It's just a little puzzle game. Nothing exciting. Like C-A-R-T-O? Yeah. It's cool. the name of the main character. It's just like a puzzly map-ish type thing. Like, yeah, it's okay. If you get it for free, play it. Okay. Carto. If you like indie games, you could play it too, but whatever. Everyone else, don't waste your time. Yeah. And since I think, obviously, all the Loki episodes are out by now. Oh, yeah. So you should watch that because the first four that I watched are really good. What if I don't like Norse mythology? Mm, it's okay. okay. All right. I'll still like it. <laughs> I still haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm which slacking. one's better? Loki. All right. There you go. Okay. You said it. You heard it here first. Well, <laughs> the first four. I didn't watch the last two episodes yet. Oh. But oh, okay. They should be out now, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, and for some reason, I spent the entire week when I was packing watching the Resident Evil movies. Why wouldn't you? Did you look them up to which ones were in order? Yeah. they. You could tell they get worse and worse as it goes on. Which was the one... I'm sure I brought up this exact question before on this podcast, but which is the one... <laughs> Where they're in like the different simulated worlds. Uh, it's like a it's like a testing facility. That wait, one. Okay. It's not extinction. It's not afterlife. It's not apocalypse. It's not the last chapter. It's the other one. Uh. <laughs> the final frontier. No, that's Star Trek. The next generation. Oh, <laughs> that's also Star Trek. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yes, Resident uh, Evil okay. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, uh, I knew it. I hear that's a good one. It's fine. Like, it's not great. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Apocalypse? Did I say that? No, it's not Apocalypse. What? Uh, Armageddon. Retribution. That's the one where they're in a simulation. Okay. Dude, I the, when you rattle off those titles, I definitely remembered Extinction, because that one was one of the desert. Yeah. All the other ones I don't remember at all. Yeah, Extinction's the one where they get in that big building in the first time of the guy with the big axe, right? I think. Nah, I don't fucking remember. They're all the same to me. But then which one is Apocalypse? The second last Apocalypse one. Apocalypse is the second one. Oh. Oh, okay. That's the one where they're in Raccoon City and the stuff's, yeah. you know, they, the, the first one with the, what's his name? The big dude. Nemesis. That's it. Or the Tyrant or whatever. Oh, yeah, where they're inside the walls of the city. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and they kind of like, they put together uh, two and three, like the video games, they take elements from two and three. Mm. Yeah, this this may shock you, but... I do. I can't really tell the movies apart even after just watching. Exactly. Them. That's not that shocking. 
But that's basically all I did. What about you, Papa oh, Scott? Damn. What did you do? Oh, man, not a whole lot. I was on the road, but I still managed to sneak in a couple of games of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you bring it with you? No, I didn't take it with me. I didn't have time to do anything out there. Uh, saw Yellowstone. That was pretty cool. I didn't even hear about that movie. No, the the park. Oh. The place. The whole thing? No, dude, it's so big. <laughs> like, it's way bigger than I thought it was. We entered on the West Gate, and then we went to Old Faithful. That's like stop number one, because you got to see Old Faithful. If you're not going to see yeah. Old Faithful, what are you doing there? All right, is it any different than the pictures I've seen? Well, yeah, it's a much more impressive live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that picture. Um, it's it, it's crazy. Like they, it, it's a national park, and they want to preserve the most. Like they want to preserve the wildlife, right? And part of that is being wild. So they have these like boiling hot mud like pots and springs with like no railings next to them. <laughs> like yeah, a lot of people die there. Yeah, they do because they're like this is a place. I honestly, I would second guess taking young children there. Absolutely. Because yeah. you could just walk into a field and be gone and get sucked down I'm into pretty a pretty sure a lot of people spring. go there with kids to purposely lose them. Maybe. Oh, I mean that would that would make a lot more sense than this will be fun for my child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got a lot out of it, but what would a fucking eight year old? They wouldn't give a shit at all. No. All right. But uh it was very impressive. The Grand Prismatic is like that that uh pond that they always show in pictures that's like blue and Mm, yes, like yes. Yeah, it's just three, full of crap. 200 degrees Fahrenheit. It's Does it stink? Hot. Like sulfur? I only got like one good sulfur whiff <laughs> the whole time we were there. What were you doing? <laughs> I know. Well, there's the uh, there's a different section we didn't make it to. We saw uh, Old Faithful. We saw uh, the Grand Prismatic. And then we saw the Great Falls. But mm. the mud pots, I believe, are the things that really fucking stink. Those are the ones that are who, buddy. <laughs> it's like boiling quicksand. Yeah, it's... So it's gnarly, but we missed those. The bog of eternal stench. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a, when you enter through the west entrance, you can go this way or that way. If you're looking at a clock, it's nine o'clock. Yeah, that would make it west. Yeah, and yellow, like Old Faithful, is at about seven o'clock, mm-hmm. maybe six thirty, and uh, that drive took fifty minutes to get. From so it's like right at the entrance. Yeah, it's it's close to the entrance. And it took fifty minutes. It's like a I don't know three hour drive if you want to do the whole loop. Mm-hmm. Well, it's fucking nice. huge. <laughs> uh, saw bison on Wednesday and then ate one on Thursday. That was pretty awesome. Nice. Mm. Uh, then uh, the, oh, the only things I that's the mo- that's why I'm talking about. It's really the only <laughs> thing I did. The only other thing I did, I watched two movies uh, that were both hard miz. <laughs> uh, first was The Darkness, the one with Kevin Bacon. Oh man, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I remember that. Dude, it was from like, I think 2016, 2017, so pretty recent. But basically, Kevin Bacon and his wife is played by Rada Mitchell from Silent Hill, the mom and that. Okay. And uh, they have two children. One's like a teenage girl, and the other is like a, I don't know, 11, 12-year-old kid that's autistic. Mm-hmm. They go on a camping trip in the desert. The kid falls into, I don't know, a sinkhole or something. He's in a cavern system. And he finds these five rocks, and he steals them, and then it haunts their house because he took the rocks. <laughs> I think I saw that movie and thought, man, that even reads terrible to read about. <laughs> I it was not. It was there were some. Gen- the problem was in the description of the film, they tell you that something got taken from like a sacred spot, or that you know it's in the write up, whatever. Oh yeah, that's stupid. And then in the movie, 
He takes the stones within the first five minutes. And then the next like hour is just them setting up that maybe the stones had something to do with it. Like we got it, man. We got it like 20 <laughs> minutes in and you had another 40 minutes of spooky shit happened around their house till the characters finally came around or like, Oh, maybe something is wrong. Jesus. God, uh, the only real, the only really great part about it is Paul Reiser plays Kevin Bacon's boss. Who's a huge asshole. Nice. You don't see enough Paul Reiser. No, you don't. You do not. You're right. And then uh, the other thing I watched, this sounds like, I don't even know how to explain this movie. It was slappy, but not slappy enough. And it was sciencey, but not sciencey enough for Dr. Scientist. <laughs> hmm. All right. It's called Devil's Gate with Sean Ashmore. I think he's the only person. That, and Milo Vertamiglia, the guy from Heroes. Okay. I may have seen it. It's I, I, As I was watching it, I'm like, what the it's pretty the first 20 minutes they had me man i was in it seemed <laughs> awesome and then it got really bad very fast wow. basically it's just this this guy in the country who lives alone and his uh his wife and son go missing they're supposed to go to her sister's house and they never got there so the sister called uh for some reason the fbi got brought in i don't remember why uh-huh. But they were the this girl. Well, this woman came in to investigate, and they go to this guy's house because she's like, "Hey, maybe we should talk to him." And the local cops are just like, "Leave it alone! Don't talk to that guy. Just leave him alone." <laughs> and then, long story short, he has an alien in the basement. Of course, he does. <laughs> you guys could see how I got to that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always aliens. It made just as much sense as in the movie. Wow. But I mean, that's it. I I haven't got a chance yet to watch. Uh, I think you should leave season two. Yeah, I know. Oh, did it even come out? I didn't even notice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you go back in time all the way, like way back to July fifth, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it would come out the next day. Oh, uh, yeah. If, if you were, I to haven't go back been on Netflix time. since then. Yeah, it's been. Uh, t- see, yeah, that's that's your weeks. problem. That's your problem. <laughs> Easy to miss. You know, I get it. But uh, that is all I got. So let's move on to Sir Chump Slap. What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Let's see here. What was I playing? Get this. I played some dudes. Zombies? Oh. No. Mm. Multiplayer. Sick of those pl- sick of the guys you were playing with, huh? Yeah, I just... Sometimes I only played like a couple games here and there. And then I'll just be like, eh, this is boring. But just maxed out the new LMG. Working on the new Sniper. God damn it. You're just maxing out weapons so much faster than I am. They go a lot faster in multiplayer. I'll tell you what. Is that what it is? And this weekend was double weapon XP. So, you know, for the fourth. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he meant. I get you. I got you. But, yeah. Haven't played anything else yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's top games of 2021 are going to be dudes. (laughs) I know. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Is there is there anything you're looking forward to? Anything you're planning on playing next, or is it just dudes all day, all night? I might get the new golf game. I hear that's Mario fun. Golf. No, no, oh. PGA Tour or whatever. It's a good one. Played yeah. a lot of it. See, I hear you could play tournaments with people, and then you just play whenever. You don't have to play at the same time. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, you could you play together. You could do it live. And you play together, but you don't actually like have to wait for anybody. Yeah. Like you'll just see their ball flight, like a color pattern flying through the air. Balls? 
Oh, there's plenty of balls in that game. Mm-hmm. There's so many balls. There's balls left and right. Mm-hmm. Guess how many balls I saw? Eleven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> but yeah, I watched a couple movies. Mm-hmm. Watched this okay. one called Syn- Synchronic. That sounds that have familiar. To do with weed. No, I oh. wish. That'd be dank chronic. Ah, <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. It does have to do with a new de- designer drug that's being sold in Is gas stations. Yeah. Mm. That sounds it. like the prime place to sell designer drugs well, in yeah. gas stations. Dude, remember like the early 2000s where you could buy like all kinds of uppers and shit from gas stations? Yeah, like stackers. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was the... Study pills. What was the chemical in those that ephedrine? they banned? Like, ephedrine, yeah. Ephedrine, yeah. Man, they were just selling fucking ephedrine on the gas station. People stations. getting blood, like nosebleeds all the time from taking so much of it. Yeah. There's just, that was right next to those like rhino boner pills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the no-dose. Back when America was real. Can you still get no-dose? <laughs> I think you can because it's, it's caffeine, like. caffeine. Right? Yeah, they just brand it as a hardcore caffeine. But yeah, they really... just changed it to monster. <laughs> yeah, true. Just... There you go. I'm pretty sure you can still buy it though. And they say like a pill's like drinking. <gasps> One and a half cups of coffee. Like, oh. <laughs> Instead I, of buying the, the grande coffee. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not what this drug does. This drug <laughs> makes you time jump. That's not what I expected. Yeah. You take it and then you just time jump for a little bit to a random place. Maybe yeah. I saw this, but I've seen a lot of time movies. I and can't you tell. can get, you could just get it at gas stations? Yeah. It's supposed, it wasn't supposed to do that. It was supposed to like mimic what they say ayahuasca or something but this is what happened flaca waka flaca flame nice <laughs> We're pretty but great. yeah i don't know it makes you time jump yada yada some kid takes it they try to find where she goes hmm. i don't know in the end everything's great you know how it is. yeah perfect yeah is it like a cautionary tale drug movie or is it more like a sci-fi thing it's more sci-fi okay I watched Meteor Moon. Mm. You guys hear this one? You see this one? Is it about drugs again? No. No. It's about the moon getting hit by a meteor. Then knocks it off course and names it straight at Earth. Ooh, I should have put that together. You know how they fix it? Blow it up. Close. Mm. (laughs) Close. (laughs) They make a black hole behind it just strong enough to pull it back to where it's supposed to be. Mm. Science is so damn cool. I know. It was so realistic too (laughs) it's amazing what they could do you know and the black hole was just big enough not to affect earth at all yep they should have moved earth out of the way like they do in futurama (laughs) cool it down a little bit i mean that that sounds just as realistic yeah it was pretty it was pretty good it's pretty slappy but i also watched this one called mortal do you guys see this one this guy's like uh, whenever he gets like angry or scared or whatever he just Peace. Electricity starts like shooting all over the place and he can't really control it. I think that's a fringe episode. And he tries to figure out how to control it. Some psychiatrist is. And an X-Files episode. Yeah. It's, pre- it's pretty good. All right. Check it out. I mean, because it's. I don't know. The ending's just like, what? <laughs> that sounds like a chump slap <laughs> movie. It was pretty good, though. I mean, you might see it coming if you watch it, but I don't want to say what it is. And the aliens. U.S. government's after him. They try to fucking get him and it's all this aliens. shit. It's always the goddamn feds. You know it. It's always pretty good. Feds. Seeing where he crashes a helicopter from his electricity is pretty neat. 
But I also watched this new movie that was on Amazon, The Future War. Uh, Tomorrow War. Is that what it was? Yeah. You sure? Yep, I'm 100% positive. You sure it's the not one... the Tomorrow Future War? Yes, I'm positive. <laughs> All right. The Future is I watched Tomorrow War. Yeah, Chris Pratt and Sam Richardson. It was, an, it was about an hour too long. Yeah, but I thought it was okay. I mean, it was a little heartfelt moments and shit. It's kind of annoying me, but... Uh. <laughs> What's, I mean, so is it worth watching? Should I watch it? Because I was kind of on the fence. What is it, like two hours, 13 minutes? Yeah, stop at like an hour and 45 minutes in. No, you got to watch the whole thing. I mean, by then, I might as well finish it. Yeah, yeah, watch it. It's it's worth it. I mean, just to see Sam Richardson. I mean, I like to see him in other stuff, like Detroiters and shit. The Tomorrow War is the name of it. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Yeah, The Tomorrow J.K. War, Simmons. my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it yeah, looks like good. a summer sci-fi action movie. Yeah. Like something Will Smith would have been in 10 years ago. Exactly. No, he wouldn't have been in this. It's like Independence Day. You know, it's a blockbuster. Have any of you guys ever seen Independence Day 2? I tried to watch it once, but I couldn't get like 15 minutes into it. It just annoyed me. Yeah, I didn't. It did not jive with me at all. No. I know I saw the entire thing, and I, I don't remember what it was about. If you want to watch it, just go watch Mars Attacks. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn right, Dr. Scientist. <laughs> Tell him. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we've recently talked about it too, but that's fine. I'll talk oh, we'll about bring it up all hour. the time. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch that, watch Big Trouble in Little China. There you go. <laughs> it have... Slightly different film, <laughs> yeah. but it's always aliens. <laughs> Still great. I played that for my uh, my girlfriend and I watched Big Trouble in Little China. She was like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" I'm like you watched greatness. <laughs> you watched. You watched history. <laughs> yeah, it was a little. Uh, Actually, it wasn't that confusing. She yeah. was just like, wait, so these guys are just magic and they're they yeah. a, a, a clan? I'm like, yeah, they own Chinatown. Do you not get it? It's written by Stop J.K. Being Rowling. <laughs> yeah. Stop being racist. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. Well, I guess we'll go to the slapper. I guess it should have been Meteor Moon, but I have another one. Slapper of the Week. <laughs> Toxic shark. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. I'm just it's gonna a say shark. It's yeah. It's just gonna be literal. That it's a sequel to Toxic Avenger, where he has a pet shark <laughs> that has also been mutated by toxic stuff. They could should have called it Toxic Shark Syndrome. If you ask me, oh, come on. better. <laughs> but Get out of here. It's it's about a shark. No, who gets toxic? Mm-hmm. And. He has like a, a snork nozzle on his head that shoots out toxic goo. Mm, Freaking laser beams, huh? Yeah, man. Wait, 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 wait. Sharks don't have that, do they? That's a dolphin thing. This is a toxic shark. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Dolphins also don't shoot slime everywhere. Oh, yeah. And it, if it even touches you, rubs up against you, it turns you into like some type of zombie thing. <laughs> and you okay. bite people and they turn into this. It's, you know how zombies work. Mm, sharks and zombies, huh? Oh, yeah. It's pretty shitty, but... All they needed is some wizards in a school, and we got a whole trifecta of pandering. Yeah. Well, it is Shark Week, so... Is it? Or was it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It is Shark Week, right? Is it? I don't know. (laughs) It is for me in slap country. (laughs) Shark Week every week. (laughs) All right, well, let's pretend it is, so that's why I picked it, all right? Mm. 
Don't All watch right. it. Toxic Shark. All right. That's the slapper of the week. Toxic Shark. <laughs> With a hard don't watch. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move into video game news slash stuff. This just in. I'll get a for the sound pad next okay, time. Nice. <laughs> so Sony has acquired the studio House Marquee, the Finnish studio that created the game, well, developed the game Returnal that just released that mm-hmm. I hear is pretty good and I, I don't it's good. not soulsy, but I hear it's very difficult. I heard it's roguelike. Yeah. I, I, I they turned down apparently the studio House Marquee, they turned down several other offers to join Sony. Oh. Uh. And and that's interesting news. I mean, that's you know good for them. They're part of the Sony branch. But there was another thing that was kind of leaked during this news. Oh, there was an early. I guess we call we don't call them misprints. A mistweet is that what we say? Yeah, yeah. Well, there was an early tweet that came out that had the exact same picture from Sony's private account where they said, "Congrats to House Marquee joining the Sony family," but they didn't have the House Marquee logo. They had the logo of another company called Blue Point Studios. Oh, Blue Point. They make a lot of good games. They are I you don't have to pretend you know what it is. <laughs> but they uh specialize in remasters. They did the Demon Souls remaster, mm-hmm. the Uncharted trilogy, Flower, Shadow of the Colossus. So it looks as if Sony also purchased them or it's just not announced yet or or they put finalized. the wrong picture on. Yeah, it'd be a weird random one to put the wrong picture on, though, wouldn't it? I suppose it's possible, and this is nothing. I mean, some dude has to go on and click the picture he's going to go on. He could have just clicked the wrong one, mm. or yeah, or had the. They're thinking the people that and the the big deal analysts and YouTubers, <laughs> you mean, are thinking that they just picked the wrong file and the blue point one's going to come out in the future. But who knows? Like we don't. Yeah, it's the, all just here saying like the analysts and YouTubers instead of just saying the bullshit artists and scammers. <laughs> yeah, the the the. Desperate click getters. Yeah. <laughs> click uh, baiters, it, we call them. Master click baiters. There you go. Oh. Master click baiters. Perfect. You, you, you just always know the words, Dr. Scientist. <laughs> you, you you take my nonsense and you make it cool. That's great. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. The other piece of news we got, Sony PSP store is now closed. However, you could still buy PSP games on the PS3 and Vita stores and then download them on your PSP. Yay. So I... I, I don't really care. Like, I haven't played my PSP. I don't even know if it still works. It's been I'm pretty sure years. I threw mine away. <laughs> I I have mine. I have no idea where the charger is. It's in, like, another thing somewhere. But the, uh, the point is you're not going to be able to do in-game purchases on PSP games or you can't search on the PSP for stuff. You can only just basically get your downloads list that you already downloaded and download whatever. But uh, I guess people are still mad about the PSP store closure, not so much from like an accessibility aspect, but more of like a gaming history aspect. Oh, shut up. People need I don't to know. relax. It, it's a it's a conversation that people are having. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sony's like, no one's downloading. Why would we keep it? Because <laughs> yeah. we like to look at it. It's about history. Yeah, your yeah. company should keep paying for something nobody's using. Yeah. Yeah, they're in it to make money, people. They're not in it to make friends. Yeah, oh, you told Just like me and Plotty time. (laughs) Burned, yeah. Yeah, oh, by the way, I have another uh, sack of money with a dollar sign coming your way, Dr. Scientist. (laughs) Nice. UPS? (laughs) DHL. Okay. And then the best, funnest news I have, I still have two other rumors coming up, but the fun news I have, Dr. Scientist recently made us familiar with the app Getter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, this is the, uh, I don't know how to put the the rights version of Twitter that is totally free speech and you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It which works basi- well. You know, it's a platform for the pieces of shit out there. So, uh, that, which this basically means they have little to no moderation. This is not like a huge company like Twitter. This is a smaller company. Anyway, the point is, back on July 1st, their source code was accidentally leaked. Nice. <laughs> Um, and the reason, and the the reason I'm saying this, the only thing that matters is that people are able to very easily manipulate what the trending hashtags are. Nice. So this meant that Sonic the Hedgehog pornography is now <laughs> all over Getter. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's <sighs> t- time to download it. All, <laughs> all the main some hashtags that are trending include Sonic feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic is my god. Free freeze peach, which I don't. Who the hell's peach? Want to even go? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to go anywhere with that. And then Sonic, my love. Wow, that's pretty sweet. Who would have thought having no moderation would go south? Right? I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would have never guessed it. Yeah, good. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, and I also should mention, as of recording of this episode, Donald Trump is still not on Getter. He doesn't have an account. Oh. That's because he's going to be president soon, idiot. (laughs) August, what is it, 13th, 15th? I don't know. It was July. Now it's August. and Now it's sometime at the end of the year, I think. Dude, it's like one of those doomsday cults. Yeah. It's like, dude, the world's going to end September 1st. We misinterpreted the messages. No, we found an older text that really nailed down that we had the math wrong. (laughs) It's actually December 1st of next year. Uh, Fucking clowns. They sure are. But uh, anyway, so there's a couple of rumors I got for you. There's a rumor, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. Shumslap, you probably won't give a shit. Maybe, Dr. Scientist. It appears July 20th, EA is doing a press conference. Mm-hmm. The rumor that they are going to announce NCAA football, the new game. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to give the guys money, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess they were waiting for that decision to come out. Which is probably smart on their it. part. Yeah. Now they won't put any names in it. Yeah, it'll just like be completely is- randomized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, basically, the rumor before was that a their EA is going to announce basically a, a a new version of a classic sports franchise that has been defunct, and everyone's mind went racing. Like, is it going to be another fight night? Is it going to be another NFL blitz? Blah. Is it going to be an NFL street? Blah blah blah. I don't think blitz street was. And it turns out it's probably going to be NCAA football because EA came out and said the spotlight. This spotlight will highlight an extremely cool new addition to an extremely popular and long-running EA Sports franchise. Which means that the only thing I took from that is no Mutant League sports are going to come out. Ah, son of a bitch. Which is some horse shit. Maybe they'll finally make cricket. (laughs) Very beloved, Mm long-running series. Did they? (laughs) I don't know. Did they ever make... I know they made a rugby game. I know. I I, I knew they did, too. That's why I purposely said cricket, but... I don't remember them ever making a cricket I don't think game. so. Maybe they'll make curling. Remember their uh, their long-running series of NFL Arena? Or what the fuck was it called? Arena League. That was it. No. No, which one was they that? Ran, they ran like one year. It was like an <laughs> no. Arena League where you only had the 50 yards to go and oh. yeah, yeah. seven on seven or whatever it is. Uh, turns out, by the way, that EA did make a cricket game. <laughs> no shit. But, but, <laughs> but they, apparently they stopped in 07. There was more than one? 96, 97. Holy shit. Uh, CC Cricket World Cup England, 99. And then it went every other 2000, 2002, 2004, 5, and then 07. 
interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we should pick one up. Check it out. Yeah. I still can't fucking entirely understand that game. Oh, I know. I never understood it. You run between two things and you score runs, but. And it's kind of like imagine baseball has no foul line. Like yeah. it's it's a three hundred sixty degree field. Oh really? Yeah, and and I like there's two different kinds of games. There's like one game that's like four hours, and then you can also play like three day games or four or five day games. <laughs> what the it's, fuck? Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Dude. Yeah, you can go a couple of days. I wonder if they're gonna do like a a patch for the baseball game to make checking for sticky substances a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome. Like, man, that curveball bit a little too hard. Yeah. And then oh, you, then you see your pitcher ball. get ejected. Oh, that'd be cool. And the, the other piece of rumor I have is uh, another one from GTA 6. No, come oh, on. Yeah, snap. believe it or not. But this one apparently holds a little more water. I'll let you guys decide. But uh, there's nope. a YouTuber named Tom Henderson who said that GTA 6 is going to be set in a modern-day Vice City. And that the map will kind of expand and change over time, kind of like the Fortnite map. Oh, okay. And that they are looking at, it's it's still apparently for some wild reason very early in development. And they are looking towards Next gen consoles. <laughs> they're looking towards a 2025 release. And then, the, which, you know, this is some asshole just saying this on YouTube. What does that matter? Yeah. But a poor, uh, apparently Bloomberg's Jason Schreier who used to write for Kotaku, I believe. Yeah. Uh, a very well-respected person in the video game journalist community uh, said that this is consistent with every single thing he's heard from multiple sources. So, Well, consistent with bullshit I've heard isn't very... That's <laughs> a good point. If a lot of people are saying a bunch of bullshit, I guess... Uh, right, it's too yeah. fucking far away to even care about. Yeah. Like I said, it's going to be out for PS6. Maybe. Maybe they'll develop it for PS5 and then... Release online for PS6. And PS7 and 8. <laughs> God, I wish they'd release another game. For real. Assholes. But that's all I have for video game news slash duh. Woo! Yeah. So how about it? How about we get into this game? Oh, let's, man. Because it is a wild one. Mm-hmm. It's the game where the question is asked, can you inseminate a psychic ghost? <laughs> It is Fear 2 Project Origin. Yeah. It was released February 10th, 2009. The number one song in the country was My Life Would Suck Without You by Kelly Clarkson. Is that really the name of the song? Yes. My Life Would Suck Without You. I didn't know if you were just joking around and saying it was made by He doesn't joke when he talks about number one songs. (laughs) I forgot. It it goes like this. My life. Would suck, would suck without you. Yeah, yeah. Sound a lot like Creed. <laughs> <laughs> you wish, bro. Yeah, right. Uh, number one movie was He's Just Not That Into You, with the average ticket price of a film being $7.18. Wow. He's Just Not That Into You. It was released for PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360, developed by Monolith Productions, and published by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. It is a first-person horror shooter. Was Kristen Ritter in She's Not All That Into? <laughs> I may have seen it. I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know. That was, was, feels like one of those... Uh, <laughs> is, was it McConaughey in that one? Um, McConaughey and what's-her-name? I might be thinking of She's Out of My League. You might. Because TJ Miller's in that, too. Yeah, that's the one in Pittsburgh with 
yeah, Kristen Ritter and not that any of this matters. Sorry. No, no, we're we're getting this. This is more important than the game we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> but uh, I picked it this week, so I'm just going to go ahead and 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 roll here. Yeah, why don't go you tell it. us a little something about it? Well, we we start the game. What happens in, in the first one? Do you want to? Well, if you want to know what happens in the first one, you can go ahead and listen to our previous episode from, I don't know, whenever we recorded that. 2019. Probably early. Yeah, it was an early one. It was all the way back. I'm looking at it as I'm talking. June 27th, 2019. Mm. Uh, we talk about Eden Butt and Bronson Pinchot, if you wanted to know. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> oh, how did we get that? You know what? That doesn't matter. You want to learn how we got there? <laughs> Get back there and listen to it. Uh, so this game, Fear 2, takes place, different main character, but it within the same timeline as the first game. The ga- Fear 2 starts about three quarters into Fear 1, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this is the thing I don't really like. The game's called Fear. Like the first one, was it First Encounter Assault Recon? Yeah. Like it was the name of like a Delta Force type group, right? Yeah. And we were following basically a Delta Force for X-Files shit. And then the second one, you're not even on the fear team. You're on Delta Force. Yeah. Which was a weird choice. And you play as a character by the name of Michael Beckett. The most g- generic name ever. It Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it's a very generic. Okay, I think it is it a silent protagonist? I don't recall him speaking. <sighs> I didn't pay that much attention. I don't know. It really does not no. matter. The point of the game is you are Michael Beckett on the Delta Force, and your whole goal is to go find Genevieve Aristide. Yep. Who you remember from the first game, she kind of disappeared. And... Right. She is the president of the Armacan Technology Corporation, who was basically the, co- the, the company that created the clones and the psychic soldiers from the first game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. Right. The, basically, the government's pretty pissed that she did this, so they're like, go find her. We Take have some her questions. Alive. And as far as I know, she's holed up in her penthouse in Fairport. Which makes sense. I mean, that's where I'd be if I was hiding in my house. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's the first place you look, right? Yeah. If, if they're not at work. Basically, you're in this troop transport. You're going over your HUD. You're going over your, your, tech, your tech. You're going over your team members. Oh, your team members are so annoying. Yeah, the the fr- you're the fresh new guy and Jankowski. <laughs> I know, right? And Jankowski is the guy who's the asshole that's like, oh my god, this one. Which is, I think, we didn't have a guy in the first one named Jankowski, but we had a very similar character. Yeah, I think there. W- I think his name actually was Jankowski. It must be brothers. It might, maybe it was Janikowski. Oh, that'd be great. But it doesn't Janikowski matter. Janikowski and Jankowski. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they were both generic players, I believe, because I listened to our podcast and. Uh, like we all just did there, and we made fun of his name as being something like a STD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Like I, got I wish Jankowski. I remembered stuff, but I don't. Yeah, what are you but but he's like he's the the classic character in every fucking game where it's like the new guy, really this green piece of shit. Like he's that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a bully. He's the veteran. He thinks he's bad. is is new guy a, bu- a bingo space? Yeah, it might be. I mean. I think that's a fair nomination. Like, you play as the new guy? Yeah. The rookie. <laughs> yeah, the rookie. I'm putting it on the board. Right. Uh, basically, you uh, in the troop transport, you start seeing blips of Alma 
uh, the little girl from the first year game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is, was the experiment. Is everybody seeing him, or is it just just you? I think at this point, it's just you. Yeah. Later, she manipulates the environment around you. Yeah, yeah. And more people see him, but for now, it's just you. Uh, thought it was interesting here in this troop transport. No one had a helmet on, by the way. I know it's so we can see the character models and know which one is which, but it still feels reckless. Oh, they're pretty badass. Rico's rough next. Yeah. Woo! I was waiting for you two chump slap on that one. <laughs> Sorry. When someone says Rico's rough next, yeah. you oh. say, Woo! <laughs> All right. So you get to the hotel. I believe it's a hotel where Aris. Aris I, I, I want to keep it's saying It's a place Aristide. where she lives. I don't know exactly yeah. what it is, but... Aristide. 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 Genevieve. Genevieve. G. G Money All right, is up in this go. hotel. Uh, Keegan, they open an elevator, and one of your teammates, Keegan, just takes a bunch of rounds to the chest. They were not expecting any kind of resistance like that. But uh, <laughs> you're, you, basically, the penthouse is being attacked by the ATC security black ops. So we have a real... The best way I could think about this is like a Walmart versus Kmart situation. Yeah, there well, you go. Isn't one the government? Is it? I thought it was just another private company. Oh, that yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they both. I mean, is the government's? You know, yeah. They're, they're it's all the same. Too, you know There's saying. a little comic relief here when the guy's like, "I think he hit an artery." It's like, which part? Which artery? If you want to call it comic relief. How do you know so much about arteries? (laughs) I thought it was funny. I don't know. (laughs) He called him an asshole for knowing that what the artery is in your neck you might have hit. Yeah. Because knowledge is fucking stupid, you nerd. Yeah, get out of here. I got him. Good. But uh, anyway, the board of directors sent the ATC security black ops team. And they're led by a guy by the name of Vanek, who will... We will see as time goes on. Ooh. But uh, they get upstairs. They go to save G-Money. And G-Money claims that the there's only one way to stop Alma. But before she even gets to it, this is the end of Fear 1. This is when Point Man detonated the explosion at the Origin Facility mm-hmm. reactor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Beckett and the team are basically just out cold. Which I don't understand. Why are Beckett and the team out cold, but apparently none of their soldiers... Because their soldiers were wearing helmets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice! Very Duh. nice. Wish I would have teed you up better for that one, but you nailed it. And uh, you're, you, as Beckett, you come to, and you are you and what's remaining of your squad are in a hospital underground somewhere. Yeah, and fucking G-Money was fine, too. Yeah, you're. she was perfectly fine. She was giving orders. Yeah. You're half in, you're half out, and she's like, you got to operate in these bastards. And then you you start seeing these hallucinations, not so shit, going on. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, when you come to, you're in the hospital. No one's around, and there's just dead bodies everywhere. Oh yeah, pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. So the ATC cleanup crew comes in. They attack the hospital again. Colonel Vanek leading the way, and you have to fight your way out. While you're escaping, you get a call by probably the best character in the game, <laughs> Snake Fist. <laughs> oh Jesus it's Christ! So it's like, what do we call you? Snake Fist. Who is... Yeah, we'll get to more about Snake Fist when the character is revealed. But at first, you and, and Stokes, your other team member, are like, who is this asshole? But apparently, he is trying to help, and he does help you get to... Well, he helps you get to the TAC lab. Yeah. So, G-Money puts you in a chamber of some sort, like saying, oh, you gotta come this way, it'll save you. Mm-hmm. But she kind of tricks you into getting in this chamber, and then ATC forces attack. Oh, no. And the rest of your team runs away like little bitches. They all run away behind the thing. Alma shows up, and she's got your back, though. Mm-hmm. 
and she murders the whole of the ATC forces. Nice. And then she leaves. She just books. She left you to get out of that enough time to get out of that area and run away. Mm-hmm. So Vanek comes. He finds you in the tube, and he says, "You must be part of Project Harbinger," which you might remember from the first game. Exactly, which is, I believe that is, isn't that the whole project where there's a psychic Yeah, it was either that or Icarus or something. But they're all together. It might have been the yeah, psychic yeah. one or whatever. I, you know, the clones. Beckett, or... throughout this whole section of the level, Beckett uncovers a, bu- a lot of like hospital files that are very detailed rundowns of his teammates and himself. <gasps> so this company's been looking at these books for a while. Oh, snap. So you fight to the surface. Snake Fist tells you that Alma is linked to you, to Beckett. And because she can actually sense you without use of the amplifier. And and your character's like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? And then he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, she's the mother of the apocalypse. Oh. Now it makes sense. Duh. So he's like, I guess I should give a shit about what you say. Uh, and then you start running into the reactivated clones of the replica troops, which are the, I don't know, the vessels. Yeah, They're basically the just of, vessels. Mindless, psychically controlled guys. Puppets. Yes. And then you run into like a bunch of, I guess they're like the meat flesh guy. They look a lot. They remind me a lot of the liquors from Resident Evil. It's just another enemy variant, but. Yeah, yeah. I think they ripped that off a little. No. What are you talking about? But, uh, as you're going through, you find Jadikowski's completely dead. He's dead as fuck. He's Thank got God. <laughs> yeah, I was not ready for any more of his bullshit, but he got some radioactive needles in his guts. So Yeah, that part had me confused, because why would you even have that piece of equipment? Because you stick people with radioactive substances. It's part of your jam. <laughs> That's who you are. I, I just love the bit that they set him up as the asshole character is going to give you a hard time the whole game, and then they murder him pretty quick. Yeah. Put the character in the game like that, fine. Kill him within the first 10 minutes. I'm fine with that. Plenty of times says, kill the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> kill the asshole. That's the t-shirt. You run around, you keep going through the, the section, and you get kicked around a bit by Alma. She's kind of fucking with you, kind of showing you, you know, what's up. And then she also seems to kill one of your other teammates, Fox. Oh, yeah. Just fucking disintegrates him. Yeah, murders him. Good. Snake Fist says that the reason she did this was to, you know, another step in her plan to absorb Beckett. And I believe this is where they say the most famous line from this game. What's that? It's, uh, he says something along the lines, I might be paraphrasing, but not that much. He says something along the lines of, dude, you're like a pizza at an anime convention. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've never heard that before? (laughs) she can smell you and wants to absorb and consume you consume is the word he used yeah so right then you know who snake fist is yeah he goes to anime conventions some fucking dork and I just love how the next line from Stokes is are you fucking kidding me (laughs) which was pretty great but then this is where snake fist tells him that he was tricked into going into the tube which is actually in a tomb mid chamber of course basically what that means is he now emits a psychic signal that Alma can find and lock on to. Uh-huh. Sweet. It is pretty sweet. So Alma, the, the person who's making all this crazy shit happen all around you, she's coming for you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. Beckett comes to this uh, lobby training ground, whatever, underground base, I, open section. I don't know what it was. Armor Champ facility. 
Sure. And then he sees Vanek on the screen, and he talks to you. He he dumps. He gives you a lot of exposition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks to you about Project Harbinger, which is exactly what we said. It was trying to make the psychic commanders that would control these replica soldiers with their brains. Uh, and even he says in this video, he's like, I don't know, it's some crazy shit or whatever they were talking about. I think when I win the lottery, I'm just gonna put monitors in every room and then not meet people and just talk to them through them. <laughs> Are you gonna have like pre-recorded stuff? Probably. Like this? Like, welcome to Casa Day, scientist. <laughs> you would be an awesome rich person. I know. That's what he keeps saying. If you're looking for the bathroom, find the tiger eyes. <laughs> and you got to find the tiger eyes, and they're in two different locations. Mm-hmm. One is in, uh, let's say, the fountain on the bottom, twinkling. Yeah. And the other one is in the apiary where all my bees are. <laughs> and then, But you got to drain the fountain first. Yeah. I don't remember seeing this part in a video. <laughs> <laughs> and then you drop the smoke to clear the bees away so mm-hmm. you can go grab the other eye. Yeah, reach into the hive and pull out the eye. I I want you to win the lottery just for this. And I <laughs> and I I if you do, you have to promise me I'm in there on the design. Okay. Oh, I don't have to I'm not even going to contribute. I just want to sit there and listen to you explain to a real adult <laughs> what you want to do with this building. It's like, "Wait, so there's a switch in the pond?" No. But it's only going to work when it's empty. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. Anyway, so he's basically Vanek's talking about Pat Paxton Fattel, who was the bad guy from the first game. Mm-hmm. And then Beckett Beckett eventually gets to the surface, and he finds a few of his teammates. Finally, they're reunited with Griffin, Stokes, Morales, and Keegan, who were the only ones that were remaining. Oh no! And they they're quickly separated again. The plan is to meet at the stadium, and then Snakefist says that they need to destroy Alma. And Stokes is like, well, how? And then I love where Griffin immediately goes, we don't have time for that now. <laughs> you just said, like, this seems very important. Yeah. Yeah, no, fucking Griffin. Yeah, she is the mother of the apocalypse, Griffin. I know, fucking get your head out of your ass. But First Sergeant Cedric Griffith says, we don't have time for that. We're going to meet up, go to the fucking stadium. Okay. But, which I don't think they ever actually even get to this. No, they don't no, make they it don't. to the stadium. They make it rally point near the stadium. Right. You hit the streets. Alma is out and causing all kinds of shit everywhere. And basically the new plan, sort of given by Snakefist, but also not really, is to go to Wade Elementary School. Yeah. Come find me and save me. Go save the Snakefist. It's actually controlled entirely by ATC security. And then he Snakefist says, well, you're not only just saving me. G-Money's also here. She's hiding here. Mm-hmm. But he's basically like, come save me too. You know, you're going to be here. Yeah, while you're here. And then there's like a, there's a sniper section, which probably should be a bingo board spot too, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Uh, where you have to basically shoot a bunch of people trying to get Stokes. You help her out so she can get away. And you get separated and both head to the rendezvous point. You meet up with Stoke and Griffin for like three seconds. And then Alma, I don't know how to put this, but I guess she eats Griffin? Something like that. I said it was... Torn away by a tentacle ghost monster or something. I just put KO'd. KO'd? That works. I didn't know exactly what I saw, but... I That's a running theme for this game. Yeah. But uh, you get back to the troop transport. Now it's Morales, Keegan, Stokes, and Beckett. Uh, you head to the school, and the first thing they do is the smartest thing you could ever do, which is you split up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. You go that way, I'll go this way. Yeah, and find the secret area in the school. Yeah. Uh, Beckett and Stokes are together. They make their way through the school. 
They finally, after a lot of shooting and spooky shit, they get to the basement, which is, surprise, surprise, another research lab. Mm. Yeah, is, you got to make a research lab, put it under an elementary school. Yeah. I always How say that. sinister, right? Mm-hmm. And then they find it's for Project Paragon, which is very strange. And the reason I say that is because as you're playing it, you're collecting like Paragon points to upgrade your stuff. But they don't explain what Paragon is until now. I gotcha. So that was very odd. But, you know, whatever. That's where we're at. Seriously. And uh, Beckett finds out that uh, more about Project Harbinger and that the two most promising subjects for this were Beckett and Keegan. Which is odd, because they were they both just happened to be in the same unit in Delta Force. What did, was that a coincidence? or Maybe they were just the two mm-hmm. best in Delta Force. Maybe there's a lot of best options, but they're yeah. like, oh, wow, there's two of them in this set. And these both are here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but finally, you get into a fight with Vanek in the basement, and you shoot him with a shotgun in his stupid face. Yeah, that's pretty good. No, I thought it was going to be like a huge boss battle and just quick nope. time event. Yeah, quick time event where he freaks out, comes after you, and you blow his face off. Boom, that's pretty good. You find and you finally find Snake Fist, who is actually a guy by the name of Terry Halford, who's an engineer. He's a researcher for ATC. Mm. First thing he does is give you an energy weapon. He's like, hey, take this and go kick some ass, buddy. And then what happens to him immediately <laughs> after that, Sir Chompslap? His fucking head is ripped off. By a Republic assassin. Yep. Is that what that is, was? Uh, what the hell's a Republican assassin? It's like another type of enemy. It's the enemy in games that are like really good at hiding, and then they jump out and attack, like bum rush you. Mm. They always rip someone's head off. They always do. rips his fucking head off. And then you get you fight back to the APC on the surface. You're going over all Halford's data in the APC, and then this is where you find the important plot point that you can only kill Alma by going to the Armacham facility. Then you boost your brain waves with a psychic amplifier inside a nuclear reactor. That's where they're always at. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Cerebro from the X-Men. That's one for the fucking bingo board, I'd say. Psychic amplifier brainwaves. Psychic amplifier inside a nuclear reactor, yeah. 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 And then with this, Beckett possibly kind of maybe has a chance to psychically kill Alma. Because physical body of Alma has been dead for yeah. a while. They say before the first game. he's going to absorb her or something, right? Yeah. Something yeah, like that's that. basically like there's going to be a, an absorb fight. Right? Yeah, Loser yeah. gets absorbed. Two sponges. <laughs> oh, Christ. On the way to Still Island, which is where the nuclear reactor is, the replica troops attack and ambush them. There's a turret sequence. Mm-hmm. Bingo board spot. Turret time. Mm-hmm. And then Keegan uh, basically just stops fighting and kind of just wanders off in the middle of this battle, like in a daze. Yeah. Just doing a mindless zombie walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mindless zombie walk, just looking around like he's not he's not there, you know, mentally. Uh, you fight, you get kind of held down by the Republic troops. You eventually fight, you kill him off. You see Alma a few times, you kind of fight her off. You got some flashbacks. We're supposed to get from these flashbacks the big takeaway is that Alma was a victim in this situation. Mm-hmm. Which she was. They tell you the whole story pretty Yeah, they, they basically <laughs> go over the whole story of fear again during this. Yep. Yeah, I, I just get past all that, and then we get to where you react, you actually reunite with your squad at Still Island, and you head into the ATC facility. Oh, after turret round two. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't even bother putting that in. There's <laughs> several turret sequences, and I think at least two sniper sections. Yeah. Isn't there one where you're in power armor, too? Oh, yeah, you're in like a one of those alien yeah. power suits. Yeah, this was a time in history where Call of Duty had emerged and been like the big guy in this first-person shooter field. Mm-hmm. And everyone, instead of being like, let's make something that's cool, they're like, let's just make a clone of that. Yeah. yeah. Let's put a different story on it. Uh, you fight through the whole thing. There's a lot of fights. A lot of fighting. And eventually you get to the psychic amplifier. Oh, shit. Nice. Stokes powers up that big bastard. And then she is killed <gasps> by G-Money. No. When she tries to move forward with killing Alma, there's a confrontation. They bitch back and forth. G-Money kills Stokes. Oh, man. But she lets you go into the machine anyway. You're already in the machine when she kills Stokes, I think. You were, like, strapped in, yeah. yeah. Stokes wanted to start the machine so you could psychically kill Alma. G-Money's like, what are you doing? You're leaving money on the table. <laughs> yeah. We got to catch this as a weapon. Yes. We we know, because, you know, we're in the loop here, how many facilities get blown up every year because of the military-industrial complex and their psychic yeah. mind-control mm. troops. Yep. Anywho, so Alma then come, shows up, attacks, and G-Money seals them both together in the machine, which apparently was always the plan for Alma to absorb Beckett. Yeah. And then the whole point was to use Alma as leverage with the, and against the ATC. So she could, you know, keep her life and her job. Mm-hmm. It's one of those companies that are like, if you get out of line or do something terrible, we're just going to murder you. Oh yeah. They kill a lot of people. Evil corporations. Like, like, uh, what's the one from resident evil umbrella. umbrella. Yeah. There we go. So Alma, Comes to Beckett, and he starts to just hallucinate a lot. And he fights off these apparitions of Keegan in some kind of dream world, I guess. Some other plane of existence. Yeah, some alternate reality is what I thought. Alternate reality. His mind's eye. There you go. And uh, he, he tries to reactivate the amplifier, but instead he sees a whole bunch of images of Alma. And this is where things get weird. Because Alma... Starts getting down on Beckett. What? Uh, that's a weird Sexually. way to phrase it. She gets sexual. She rapes him, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He activates the last switch. <laughs> okay. Escapes the hallucination, but he's actually sealed in the device. With Alma. With Alma. So, go to black. The device opens. Alma's standing in a blasted out landscape. Uh, she walks up to Beckett. Beckett places his hand on her tummy and you just hear a voice of a child saying, Mommy. So it's implied that Beckett is the mom? Alma oh. <laughs> to have another child. And if we remember, Alma had already had two children. Paxton who and were, Point Man. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who will then show up again in the third fear, should we ever do it. Whoa. If we last that long. That's right. If we last that long. <laughs> Nothing's a guarantee anymore. That's it. That's the game. We did it. Let's go ahead and move into final thoughts. How about it, guys? All right, yeah. I think we can do that. Looks about time. Let's start with uh, you there, Dr. Scientist. Yeah. Do you want to play the game now? What'd the story do for you? And what score would you give it out of 27 stars? Would I play it? Probably not. If I was out of other things, it's probably the best shooter around to play. That's a bold <laughs> statement, Cotton. 
Have you ever played it before, Dr. Scientist? I played one of them, but I don't remember which one. Maybe three. Was it scary? He said make it spooky. Yeah. <laughs> the story worked for me. I mean, it's okay. I like how it kind of coincides with fear. It's not that you need to know what happens in fear, but if you do, it makes this one a lot better. Right. Well, don't they just go over it anyway? Yeah. But actually living through fear would have... Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It ends kind of on a... I don't know if it's a happy note or... I think it's a scary note. Yeah. You're like, oh Yeah, I mean, happy for Alma. Yeah. I guess. But now Beckett's going to have to pay child support. And... Oh, snap. Yeah. Didn't think of that. Yeah. But I mean, it's all right. The story's good. It's... No, I shouldn't say good. But not bad. I think the first game's better. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of more of a setup, I think, than anything. They knew they were going to make more after this. Like, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Let's just, pff, fuck it. We'll just do this one. We want to have psychic rape, so we'll do that. Man, I gave it... Mm, let's give it nine stars. Nine. Nine, okay. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. I mean, the story's decent. I kind of like how they go together. It's much better than any other shooter story we'll ever do. That's just wrong. Okay, name one. Well, I can't ruin the future for you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep something. But I mean, it's not nearly as good. I mean, I rated it lower than I did Fear, so. Okay. That's it. Nine stars. Okay. Damn. Fair enough. So let's go ahead over to you then, Sir Chumpslap. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play it now? Did the story eat a cow? <laughs> what score you give her now? Do I want to play it now? I mean, it's it didn't look bad. I don't know. I would play it, but I won't. I'm not gonna go out of my way to do it. Of course, of course, you know? of course. Yeah, it's not dudes. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same thing over and over again. Which is why would you play it then? There's, Just a side question: Did, mm-hmm. Have has there ever been a game that we've gone over? Where we all said, holy shit, we got to play that. I don't know. That we hadn't already played, I should say. I don't I mean, know. I kind of want to play Maze at some point, if I can ever find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that did look fun. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. You have to get the archivist in on this. Yeah. The custodian of records? Mm-hmm. Mm, they'll let us know. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I would have got a chance to play Galarian's, but, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you lose some. Yeah. But the story worked for me. I mean, it was okay. I didn't. I don't remember a goddamn thing about the first one. <laughs> and this one was just you're just trying to capture the lady who's in charge of the whole thing. But then you give up and you try to kill Alma to stop the apocalypse. Because who tells you the apocalypse thing? Duh, Snake Fist. Yeah, just one dude. He's like, yeah. It's going to bring about the apocalypse. He seems like the most knowledgeable one you meet in the entire game. Yeah, until you see him and you're like, what the fuck is this? You're Whoa. Some, <laughs> some comic nerd douche who lives in a basement. Yeah, you kind of do just take his word for I guess all the spooky stuff happening kind of yeah. sways you to the fact that, yeah, this Alma lady needs to be stopped. But nobody else ever talks about it. Like, are you the only one who sees it or is everyone seeing it? I mean, it is killing people, so I guess other people do see it. Yeah, like your team saw... What's his name? Blow up Griffin. Yeah. Nobody says anything about it. No one's like, oh, that's weird. What caused that? I guess they all know what's Alma, so whatever. They can all hear Snake Fist. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not real. Well, I mean, they know everything he tells you. 
Yeah. Well, like like Alma can kill people. She can interact with the environment, but I think you are mostly the only one that actually sees her. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. I don't know, but yeah, story worked in a yeah. So let's just say it worked. Whatever. I don't have any right. more details to talk about. It worked. So out of twenty-seven stars, what did I give it? Uh, also gave it a nine thumbs up. A nine thumbs up out of twenty-seven stars. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Which, coincidentally, is the exact same score you gave the first game. He doesn't even remember it. I don't remember, man. (laughs) (laughs) Two two fucking years ago. Let's get to the man of the hour. The one that everybody wants to hear from. The man who picked this. The Scotch himself. Mm -hmm. What up? Scotchy. (laughs) Would you play it? Mm -hmm. Did the story say it? What kind of score are you going to lay it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, do I want to play it? Kind of. Yeah. Right. And the reason I say that is because in one, as I was researching for it, they said the game could be beaten in like five hours. Yeah. So maybe it might be worth running through again. But I, I will tell you, I do remember playing this game, but I have much more fonder memories of three. Okay. As fond as memories can be of fear. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do remember playing it. Did I play it? I think I played it with you, Dr. Scientist. <sighs> might've been three. Uh, where like, Three, and I won't spoil it too much, but one person plays as Point Man, the other plays as Fatal, and then you could play it co-op, and you have completely different mm-hmm. skills and attributes and ways to kill people. So it was at least, it was fun. It was a fun two-person game. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Fear 2 Project Origin. Mm-hmm. Um, So would I play it? Uh, my short answer is maybe. I mean, I would play it before a lot of the other games we talked about. That's true. But I'm not dying to pick it back up and get into it. We'll say that. Okay. Did the story lay it? No. Did the story say what it? Was it? <laughs> say it. Did the story say it? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it did because it was mostly the first game again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, you were also coincidentally a guinea pig for this company in the first game, and you were also a child of Alma in the first game. In this one, you're her lover. It, it just seemed like that. The, the I do have a problem with the ending, and and not because it's controversial, but it seems like it's something that was added just to be controversial in a market where there were a lot of first person shooters at the time. It's like they didn't have they didn't have confidence in the game, so they added this later or at the very end and said, "Ooh, look how it's so spooky, so ghost rape." Yeah, and I don't want to get into. I don't want to sound like one of the men's right people. Oh, you know it's too I mean? late, man. Yeah. Oh, too late. <laughs> <laughs> Do I come off as a men's right act- rights activist? You are a chauvinist, yes. <laughs> or a chauvinist? Okay. All right. Here, here. Uh, I'm going to go back list to some old episodes. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, I mean, the story, it it was fine. I really like the idea of a first-person shooter with spooky shit going on around you. I thought I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, doors slamming, seeing shadows, could be an enemy, could be a ghost. I think that's great, but it's nothing we haven't seen in the first Fear game. Correct. So, what score would I lay it? Uh, I gave the first Fear a 15, and I feel like that one did deserve it, because that game came out of basically nowhere, and it was a spooky first-person shooter that we hadn't really seen at the time. And then this, I'm going to give a 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because I feel like it's the same exact story. It's fine. It's not. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing groundbreaking, 
but it does a good job of getting me from point A to point B with some, I don't know, some flow and with some persistence and with some motivation. And the game worked that way. Yeah, okay. Which isn't a guarantee anymore. Like, it didn't feel like anything was just a waste of time. Like, it got us from one point to one point to one point. But other than that, yeah, 10. I'm going with 10, which gives us a final score of what, Dr. Scientist? 28. Perfect. Damn. Fucking calculator, we should call him. Which is one less than Metro 2033. Mm, seems about right. Two fewer than Lifeline. Mm, interesting. That was a game that shocked all of us that, about how good that was. Yeah. I didn't expect that game to be good at all. And then uh, it was three better than Devil May Cry. Whoa! He just shit a brick. <laughs> he just made me drop my pencil. Did you just scare him with a fart? No. no. I just dropped the pencil. <laughs> okay. He was shocked by how good uh, <laughs> Devil May Cry was. Yeah. This is all staying in, by the way. This is all. That's fine. It's just, this is what the people want. Yeah. Yeah, they want this inside baseball. <laughs> but uh, with that, let's go ahead. I mean, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Hope... You don't have anything else to say about this game? No. Let's call yeah. it. Call it here. Other than a hard meh from everybody? I wouldn't even say it was a hard meh. It was a meh meh. It was a meh meh? Yeah. <laughs> it was a meh meh. Fear 2 Project Origin. Meh meh. Got it. Let's go ahead then and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic Wrestling. Oh my God, did you see that? There was a chair in a ring. The Southern Dander. <laughs> The Brick Hit House. <laughs> the Brick Hit House. And the Southern Dandy. <laughs> Why can't we That's all boxing. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a match. Anyway, so every week we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed wrestler finisher move that you could use in a street fight, but you most of the time you're probably going to murder someone, so you shouldn't. Don't use these in street fights. Just don't use them. Yeah, just- anyway, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us this week? Well, this one, if you're using a street fight, you're probably going to hurt yourself more than the other person. So it might be all right. Ooh, I'd like to see that. It's uh, the classic finishing move of... (laughs) The hot dog skinned hair of a Chinese man. What? What? Uh, Hulk Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) Hulk Hogan. That's not where I thought you were going with that. It's from uh, Always Sunny. That's how they describe Hulk Hogan. In the hot dog skin, hair of a Chinese. All right. Yeah. He does look like he has hot dog skin for skin. Yeah. <laughs> but he uh, famously used his finishing move as the leg drop. Oh. Which is just uh, you kind of just jump in the air and drop your leg across someone's face. Yeah. That doesn't look like it would hurt that much. No. You'd probably hurt yourself more by landing on your ass. Yeah. Especially like, hmm. I don't know if you guys know this. But out there in the streets, there's very little bounce to the floor. Yeah, yeah. There's like it's usually none. concrete or, or grass, which will soften the blow a little. Yeah. But well, no. very few wrestling matches yeah. just out in the wild. But that's it. It's just a simple leg drop. Wow. Leg drop. Classic. It's yeah. a classic. It is. So that's it. The leg drop. That is the classic wrestling finisher of the week. You should not use in a street fight because not that you'd kill someone. You'd probably hurt yourself pretty bad. I'm sure somebody's already used it. Yeah. yeah b- break a tailbone, bust a nut. <laughs> not even close to the same thing. <laughs> Do both. Do both no, I don't mean like bust a nut. I mean like pop. Yeah. Pop a nut. There we go. Pop a nut. Yeah, bust a nut means entirely different connotation. 
Well, I mean, your nut would be busted. Not like busted, busted, but it'd be fucked up. Yeah, there we go. You got, you just, sometimes you get my subtleties, Dr. Science. Sometimes <laughs> you don't. That's okay. That's okay. That's you know, fine. we're different people. But that's going to take us to our other favorite segment of every week, which is Chump Slaps. Would you rather? Would he? Uh-huh. Me? Could he? Qua? Rather? <laughs> <laughs> every week, we ask Chump Slap a banger of a would you rather question, and he has to answer it and explain his decision. This week, Sir Chump Slap, boy, do we have a thinker for you. All right. Let's lay it on me, brother. Okay. This one, a lot of thought went into this, and I really hope... It won't be as quick of an answer as the last week's one because I thought that'd be I thought that would take you out of it. Fair enough. Uh, now that we're mentioning it, if you didn't listen to last week, it was would you rather burp confetti or fart glitter? You didn't think that through at all, before <laughs> and, and you immediately picked burp confetti because that would be hilarious, yeah. and you'd never have to clean up glitter. That's so true. But this week, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about this week's question, which is Sir Chompslap. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have super strength but zero bowel control or have super speed but are extremely narcoleptic? I think those would be funnier in reverse, but like super speed but no <laughs> bowel control? Just be running real fast and shitting all over? <laughs> no, that would be easy pick. <laughs> that, uh, maybe it's a good point. Uh, yeah, well, it would take a while for it to get around town that whoever was leaving those random shit splatters everywhere was the super speed guy. <laughs> 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 they couldn't see it. They wouldn't know. It's true. Oh, man. Uh, it's a tough Again, one. Again, huh? those options are have super strength but zero bowel control or have super speed but are extremely narcoleptic. Does he always not have bowel control or only when he's using his super strength? You are always zero bowel control or you are always extremely narcoleptic. Man, he sleeps all the time anyway. I know, but I'm not running super fast and just pass out. Just That's true. And when he sleeps regularly, he controls when he sleeps most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You could be driving a car and just... Yeah, I probably couldn't Bam. even get a license. No. Well, who knows? They give licenses to anybody anymore. Yeah. Uh, I guess I could wear it depends. <laughs> But which do you think would be more beneficial in your everyday life? Like, if you had super strength, what would you do? Like, what what would you do to exploit that and maybe make a little cheddar? Would you just chop wood yeah, all day? move bricks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, work concrete. Yeah. Something like that. But what would I do with super strength or super speed? Just do my shitty job better now? I don't think so. I would. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you couldn't do it any quicker because it can only cook so fast. Yeah, it's true. Or I could turn up the grill and just, I don't know, whatever. If you have super speed, you could just be a drug mule. Like put a backpack on, fill of drugs, run across the border. Boom. That's true. Out. No one would ever even see But if it. I had super strength, I could just chuck bricks of cocaine over the border. <laughs> <laughs> chuck them like three miles. Yeah. <laughs> just make them blue like the sky. No one sees them. Yeah. I don't know. The whole I'm just scared of running super fast and passing out and just waking up with road rash on my face. <laughs> <laughs> It is a concern. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to shit myself. Ever. It, which would I don't happen. know. It might feel good. You don't know. Or do you? <laughs> I don't know. I think you, with your caloric intake, you could maybe kind of plan when your shits or pees are going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna. it's not going to be precise like it is now. Well, I mean, if he's got an he might just pass out and piss himself anyway. Maybe. These are all 
Very important. Although narcolepsy don't pass out, but uh, fuck. I'd have to go with the super. I don't know. Could could you negate narcolepsy by like taking no dose to bring it back to the beginning? No. I mean, no. That's not how narcolepsy yeah. works. There, are there's, there's no. There might be. There might be some something. kind of treatment for it that you fall asleep less. Yeah, like maybe if I fell asleep and I started running right after I woke up, would be less. <laughs> Of a chance for me to knock well, You don't out. go very far anyway, so it's not like... But I would if I could run super fast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'll take the strength and shit in myself. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, we don't even have to rent a forklift. Fucking Chum Slap's over here taking care of everything. Yeah, but... But he shits a lot. The man, warehouse stinks. fucking stinks. It's terrible. <laughs> it's his stinky shit warehouse. He eats lots of cheese. Let's say someone had some use cases of how that super strength could really benefit you other than these classic wrestling finisher street fights. <laughs> Where would they send that email to, Sir Chomp Slap? Just send that email to plottytime at gmail.com and I will look at it, read it, respond to it. Probably. I will. Despite that response Most of definitely. thinking way too long for what our email address was, he will absolutely respond 100% <laughs> to all of them. He has so far. No reason he'd stop now. No well, let's reason. say they wanted to get to us faster on the socials about how super speed could also benefit us, but and narc, how narcolepsy is really fucking super cool. <laughs> Where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Discord at thisisrealplottytime.discord. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we don't actually have a Discord, but you should join. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys out there start that shit up and we'll jump in. Damn. But uh, all right, and you can also head over to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. You're gonna want you're gonna listen to our pl- our podcast, you know, with a pretty little waterfall behind you. It'll be great. Yeah. Also, head over to our store, plottytime.com, where you can mm. buy all kinds of cool shit like underwear and mugs and other stuff. Towels. You just love those Turkish towels. Did you order yours yet? <laughs> no, they're fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the kind of cheddar to buy our own merch, yeah, guys. All right. right. Uh, you could also, you know, like and subscribe anywhere. Anywhere. Rate, yeah. review, tell us how awesome we are. Tell us how much we suck. We don't care. We just want to hear from you. Yeah, here's something. Make sure somebody's listening. But uh, that does it for us. So get out there, play some games, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace out. Peace.